0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 2125. How to share your faults in English for deeper connection. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host. Are you
1: a bit of a perfectionist? To build true connection in English, you need to share your weaknesses. Today, get three useful phrases to soften your statement when you share something negative about yourself. Lindsay, what's your
0: favorite word in English? Oh my gosh. I think one of my favorite words is serendipitous as an adjective.
1: That's a good one. And it just really rolls off the tongue, right? Serendipitous.
0: Yeah. It makes me think of that movie serendipity, which is fun. And it just means something that uh, occurs or is discovered by chance, but in a happy, it's like a happy surprise.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yes. Right. Have you ever been to serendipity in New York City? It's like a dessert place. It's
0: very touristy. (laughs) It
1: is very touristy. I probably never would have gone, but we had friends come into town and wanted to go and it was
0: super fun. Of course. It's really cute. It's really cute. cute. And fancy dishes. It's just a fancy place. I hope it's still around. I haven't been back to New York Upper East Side in a while, but I bet it it is. It was always packed. When yeah. we,
1: like when we went, we had to wait in line forever. And so I'd be shocked if it, especially where it's got all the that tourist attraction. So, yes. Yeah, maybe check it out when you go. But
0: if little. you're wanting
1: to do the touristy thing, right?
0: Yes, guys, check it out. It's a little ice cream shop on the Upper East Side of Manhattan and linked to the movie Serendipity, right? Which was a, a rom-com that came out in the, in the aughts, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, my favorite word is, one of my very favorite words is pizzazz.
0: I just love all the Zs.
1: Like a word with four Zs. Can't yeah, beat it.
0: Kind of off the wall, right? It's right. kind of wild.
1: Four Zs. It's funny because it's like pizza. It's spelled yeah. like pizza and then you add two more Zs. Pizzazz. I don't know. I think it's the spelling of it that makes me, you know, it's so fun. But also, it's a fun word. Like you feel like you have to do jazz hands. Pizzazz. <laughs> pizzazz.
0: Yeah. You can't just say that with your hands sitting folded, right? You have exactly. to. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Right. I mean, it's a combination of like vitality and glamour. It's like flair or interest. You can add yeah. pizzazz to anything, to the way you speak, to the way you dress. You can. So
0: right. Some people will add pizzazz by adding jewelry, right? Or tattoos or just something, exactly. maybe a pair of shoes that really pops.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot
0: of things people like to do to add flair and pizzazz. I love that.
1: Exactly. Right. So I was thinking about this because today's episode, we're talking about some vocabulary, some phrase. That really do add a little pizzazz, add some interest to what you're saying. And this came up in episode um, 2101. We were talking about shopping around, and we we added a bit of to sort of soften something negative. And it also gives kind of a little pizzazz to what you're saying. If you say like, "I'm a bit of an impulse shopper," you kind of it makes it a little more playful.
0: I mean, it just what it really does is it, it adds some pizzazz, but it also Makes you sound less like a textbook, right? Exactly. Less robotic. We don't add these. We do sound robotic like a textbook. Absolutely. Robots do not have pizzazz. <laughs> they do not. So anything no you really can do to get to away. <laughs> don't be a textbook. Don't be a robot,
1: right? Exactly, right? So guys, scroll up if you missed that one. This is kind of a follow-up to that because we're going to share a few other ways that we do this, where we add something like a bit of to soften something that might be a little negative or embarrassing. And also while you're scrolling up, if you're missing episodes, guys, don't miss 2099. It was called How to Switch Topics Like a Pro for better connections. So that was a really good one.
0: I'm so excited about that episode. I mean, that is one of the top skills that our listeners want to know about is switching topics, right? Moving between topics. It happens constantly, especially depending on your personality. There's people in my life that just switch so incredibly fast. It's like one topic is hanging and the next one is starting. Then we're coming back to that one. I'm sure it's the same for you, Aubrey.
1: Absolutely. Exactly. And it's a real skill to be able to do that with no awkwardness, but also letting people all have a chance to speak. So we talk about that in that episode, along with some great vocab. Don't miss it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an art of conversation. So go back to that episode, guys. 2099. Is that what that was? 2099, Aubrey? Okay, Mm -hmm. good. All right. I'm excited for today. Let's get into it.
1: Awesome. This is going to be great. We use these phrases that we're teaching you today to minimize, right, when sharing something that could be negative. But I wanted to kind of ask you about this first, Lindsay. I think this is such a great connection skill. Like, why is it good to share faults or weaknesses? Or do you think we should keep them hidden?
0: I mean, you know, just go back to Brene Brown's research, right? Vulnerability. <laughs> you exactly. know, we, we need to be vulnerable to you know, in measured amounts, depending on who we're around, depending on how well we know the person. But yeah, this is what endears us to other people. This is how connection starts. It's by sharing a little something that maybe presents some weakness or some vulnerability because it shows that we're human.
1: Right? Exactly. Right. If we're staying very surface level, it's all small talk, right? If you're just asking what's going to, you're getting a little deeper. If you're willing to be vulnerable, if you're talking a little bit, if you're admitting a fault or a weakness, it is endearing, right? You do feel yeah. like someone who shares that with you thinks of you as a friend, that connection gets a little stronger.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. So, so this is the strategic way to be able to do it. So we know that as a human connection skill, we do need to share vulnerable things at the right time with the right people, but then how do we do it language wise in conversation exactly, so right. it doesn't sound robotic and it doesn't sound so that it actually sounds real?
1: Right. Exactly. Right. And when it comes to sharing a fault or a weakness, it can feel a little too intimidating or a little too harsh. It can create awkwardness. But today's phrases really take that out of it. Right. It really, it really minimizes it, softens it and makes it feel very natural so that it's like now we're just deepening the connection.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a good point. So when we have these tools like a bit of or sort of We're able to feel a little more confident when we're going to go in for the big, for the share, the little share or the big share, whatever it is that we're revealing.
1: Yes, exactly. So these are, all of them are so great, but the prepositions on them, the use is a little bit tricky. So we're going to give some little quick grammar notes as well so that you guys can confidently use these. Let's dive right into the first one here, Lindsay.
0: Okay, here we go. So a bit, the first one is I'm a bit of something, right? A bit of... For example, I'm a bit of a grouch in the morning,
1: Yes. And you can already see right away if you just say, I'm a grouch in the morning. Not only would maybe nobody be willing to say that about themselves because you feel like you're being too negative, too critical. They're just going to be kind of awkward. People might feel like they have
0: to say, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. There is a drastic Uh difference connection wise between Uh saying, I'm a bit of a grouch in the morning or I'm a grouch in the morning.
1: Exactly. Right. It softens it enough to where now it's just like funny, right? I'm a bit of a grouch in the morning. And the other person is more likely to be like, "Uh, me too. right especially if i stay up late instead of it creating awkwardness
0: yeah i could see this being perfect for the use. let's say you're on a bachelorette party and everyone wakes up the next morning and maybe you're getting coffee but you just don't really want to have that much conversation when you're getting your coffee whereas other people are kind of busybodies in the morning and they want to talk and talk and talk this would be an important thing but if you come out and you say i'm a grouch in the morning it's actually a turn off and people are gonna oh Maybe. Maybe like, okay, I'll okay, avoid how her. long do I avoid her until noon? Or what <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly it's so interesting. So yeah, this is a great one to use. If ever, you're going to share anything that's just a little bit negative, any kind of fault or character fly you totally. have just throw a bit of before
0: it. And then now it's just fun conversation. I'm just sharing something about myself. It's really, it's serving a really important role. I feel like this episode is going to be in our top 20 most important connection skills.
1: It's so crazy how the smaller words, like these phrases with smaller words, often do that, yeah. right? Just like yeah. little words, little phrases with that pack such a punch.
0: That's interesting. It's not the big, fancy words that get us to connection. It's the little things yeah. that we add between the ideas. So what would be another example? A bit of.
1: Yeah. So I admit I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And this, right, this, some people might consider that positive. Some might not. But mm-hmm. either way to just say, I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> I admit I'm a perfectionist still feels quite blunt in your face. Whereas just add that a bit of, and it softens it.
0: And you're also, you're showing social awareness that being a perfectionist mm-hmm. might, if you come to a, a work meeting and you say, I'm a perfectionist, and let's say you're a manager, the people working for you or with you might be intimidated by you and feel that they have to be perfect immediately right away I, all the time. This shows that, Maybe it's not the best thing to be a perfectionist and you know it, but you're still a perfectionist, right? Good point, right? Just adding that a
1: bit of you're realizing this is, you know, maybe not ideal, but I recognize this about myself. Yeah, good point. Okay, I want to make a little grammar note here. This is interesting. When we say I'm a bit of like this, it's always modifying a noun. So I'm a bit of a grouch. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Okay. So you see how we have this of to modify a noun or a noun phrase. You can also use just a bit to mean a little or a little bit. And the grammar is just a little bit different, right? You could say, I'm a little bit grouchy, or I'm perfectionist is tricky, because that's just a noun. But if you want to modify an adjective, you drop that of. So it's the same as saying I'm a little bit grouchy. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit grouchy So, pay attention to this if you're using this use it as a chunk if you're calling yourself sort of a name if you're calling yourself a grouch or a perfectionist you need that of a bit of a grouch
0: i love that yeah so there's the grammar can be a little can trip us up just a little bit don't be intimidated by the grammar you know this is not a reason not to use this but just understand the different ways if we're using an adjective versus a noun or a noun phrase so good exactly This is all right. Let's go to the next one here, right? Yeah. So sort
1: of. Very similar, you might say, like, I'm sort of messy. I just throw my clothes on a chair instead of putting them away. And I don't think I would say about myself, I'm messy, but I would say, (laughs) I'm sort of messy, right? Because I'm softening, I'm reckoning on like saying, it's not that big of a deal. Just a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I would, for the next example, Aubrey, I would never say, I'm a monster today, but that is a huge statement. But I might say, I'm sort of a monster today. I've been in a bad mood all day. Absolutely. Right. Cause
1: you're recognizing, okay, I'm in a bad mood. I'm not going to actually call myself a monster, Yeah, but I use this sort of a bit of to be like, Oh, I'm sort of a monster today. Sorry. I'm grumpy.
0: Yeah. So incredibly useful. I love it. Okay. There is another one. I like this one. I use this a lot. What is it, Aubrey?
1: Me too. Kind of, right? Similar to sort of, you might say, sorry, I know I'm kind of a close talker. This came up (laughs) recently in an episode about stuff from Seinfeld, right? And I wouldn't say like, I'm a close talker, but I might say this, I'm kind of a close talker. I'm sort of a close talker.
0: Because you're maybe, maybe that's the other point. Maybe you're not exactly a close talker, but you're closer than other people. So you're not a close talker. You're just kind of a close talker
1: (laughs) exactly right we're adding this to like I'm not as much as you know not that it's a problem not that bad yeah just a little bit
0: I love it and then let's see here's another example can you leave your shoes at the door I'm kind of paranoid about germs okay
1: yes this is a good one right because I probably wouldn't outright say I'm paranoid I'm paranoid about germs it's It's very harsh in your face but I'm kind of paranoid about germs aren't we all
0: yeah for sure oh my gosh are you a shoes off household or a shoes on household
1: we really try to be a shoes off household we have like a bin by the doors for shoes and when kid comes kids come in we ask them to remove their shoes but it's a little trickier with adults i have a hard time asking i'm like hoping they'll remove their shoes but i feel bad asking them to remove their shoes it's interesting
0: yeah it's hard with parties were generally like a shoes on because people are coming and going to the back deck, the front deck, that kind of thing. Um, And also sometimes at parties, people wear shoes that that go with their outfit. And it's sort of weird to ask people to take Mm -hmm. their shoes off and then they're in socks. Maybe their socks don't match. (laughs) I know this is very cultural because
1: I've spoken to when we were doing Clubhouse, this came up and there were quite a few people that were like horrified at the thought that anyone would wear shoes in a house. I get it.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. In Japan, when I lived in Japan, Mm -hmm. it was 100% shoes yeah. off. And there were special slippers that you would slip on as soon as you come into the home. I it's, love that. Oh, it's so much cleaner. I would oh, really prefer that. Oh,
1: it's I think so about like cleaner. all of the pets outside and everything oh, that's no, happening no, 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 and then shoes good. just come right in the house. Yes. I, I would prefer to be a shoes off household. For sure. 100%. <laughs> Okay. So I have a grammar note for both of these, Okay, for both sort of and kind of. They can both modify adjectives or nouns. Uh, So this might seem a little confusing because they all have that preposition of, but you can say, I'm sort of messy. I'm sort of a grouch. Just like you can say, you know, I'm sort of a close talker. Okay, And so these are more flexible than a bit of right that one is a little tricky you have to you use the of only when modifying a noun so sort of and kind of have easier so, grammar
0: so it seems like they might be a good gateway to get started with this way of modifying yes. your
1: speech right for sure if you're at all worried about it but another thing to keep in mind this happens a lot that you can't separate the noun from its article you couldn't say like I'm a sort of grouch you have to keep <laughs> a grouch next to each other right I'm sort of a grouch right I'm Right, so when you have that article, you can't divide the article for the noun with these phrases.
0: I love that idea. Oh, I like our bonus. I don't think we have time for that one today, Aubrey. This bonus idea here. Why don't we do that in another episode? That would be. I know that's a little
1: a little hint for a future yeah. episode. We kind of <laughs> had a related bonus, but we're going to save it for a future episode. So make Good. sure to follow.
0: You guys, hit follow. What else, Aubrey? Where where do we want to go from here? Do we have something yeah. to say? So yeah.
1: Really quickly, I wanted to when I was planning this episode, I was going to share these three as sort of informal ways to do this. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to share three more formal ways to do this. But as I came up with example sentences, I realized these really are too formal for casual conversation. We mostly use them in business English. So we're going to do sort of the part two, the more formal phrases that are very similar to these over on the Business English podcast. So Love be sure that. to follow that podcast so you don't miss that episode. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah,
0: guys, this year in 2024, we're gonna do a lot of series, but one episode may be on Allers English, the other one over on business because it's more applicable to business, mm-hmm. right? So you do wanna make sure you're following both shows. All right, Aubrey, let's finish up with a role play today. Awesome, okay, you are giving me
1: a tour of your new house in this role play. I'll Yeah, fun, out. okay. Oh, wow, it's so organized. Yeah, I'm kind of a neat freak. I'm impressed. I'm a bit of a disaster
0: at keeping my house picked up. And look at all your plants. They're thriving. Thank you. I've become sort of a plant mom. Oh, this is the opposite of the truth. I had—I was killing my plants. I was overwatering one and not watering the other. And then we gave our plants to our friend when we were in Massachusetts and she revived them. Now they're better.
1: <laughs> nice. Did she tell you about bottom watering? This is no, a secret I, don't know I learned about from that. a friend. What is she that? Has- like thousands of plants in her house and they're all thriving. So she taught me if you have a plant that's planted in one of those plastic pots, yeah, and so you can take it out of like the ceramic pot. And what you do is set it in water so that it soaks up from the bottom all the water it needs instead of dumping it from the top. Mm. And that's really working here, at least, you know, you just stick it in water and it should be like, filtered water. Okay. You get, the water straight from our tap has so much like chlorine and fluoride. Oh, okay. so okay. The water from the fridge works. And you let them pull up the water from the bottom into the roots. Mm. And now all of my plants are beautiful. I'm looking at some in my bathroom.
0: Oh my gosh. Look at that. <laughs> Look at the gardening advice we get on All Airs English. We love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to post a picture on social media, guys, of all yes. my thriving plants. <laughs> I'm proud of them.
0: I love it. All right. Let's quickly go through the usages here and then we'll get off the microphone. So I said, yeah, I'm kind of a neat freak. And we didn't talk too much about intonation, but you do want to work with the intonation there too, guys. Um, I'm kind of a neat freak, right?
1: Yeah, we kind of draw out kind of and sort of, right? Yes. And that's also what's softening is the intonation. That's a good point. You wouldn't say, I'm a neat freak, but you also wouldn't be like, I'm kind of a neat freak.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you can, but it's good to play around a little bit. Yeah, play around with that a little bit. The
1: intonation is really what's helping to soften it.
0: Yes. What And then what did you say, Aubrey?
1: And I said, I'm a bit of a disaster at keeping my house picked up. So again, right? A bit of, because modifying that noun, a disaster. I guess I could say I'm a bit disastrous. <laughs> but I guess you if could. Want it sounds kind a of noun. Right? Yeah. I'm a bit of a mess. I'm a bit of a disaster.
0: But I kind of like, it both sound kind of high level. I'm a bit of a disaster at doing something. You could fill in mm-hmm. the blank there, right? Yep. Exactly. Uh, finishing my homework, anything you want. I love that or disastrous, but we'll talk about that one another day.
1: Yes, I Uh, kind of love this. I'm a bit of a disaster.
0: Yeah, so good. And then I said, Thank you. I've become sort of a plant mom.
1: (laughs) Okay, nice. And this is interesting because you would almost be like bragging to be like, I've become a plant mom. You're like, Yep, "Yep, I'm the best at gardening. And this sort of softens the bragging too, right? Yeah, I've become sort of a plant mom. Like,
0: I'm here, I'm, you know, it's like a humble brag. Oh, my gosh. The humble brag. Oh, So good. I love this episode because there's so much we can do. I mean, today we focused on kind of self-disclosure in that way about negative mm-hmm. things. But you're right. This could be repurposed into another episode another day about the humble brag.
1: Totally. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Guys, this was a great episode. Keep in mind, really, the takeaway here is that admitting faults and weaknesses really creates this solidarity. It builds connection because
0: we all want to know we're not the only one with faults, right? Yeah. Yeah, Build connection, reveal a little something, again, at the right time with the right person, um, and you'll get that connection back, right? That otherwise, we're kind of just interfacing with the world as a blank piece of paper. There's nothing there. Yes,
1: exactly. Right. Use today's phrases, build these connections and admit a little something about yourself, even if it's not all positive.
0: I love it. So good. Good stuff. Aubrey, thanks for being on the mic with me today. I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. See you next time. Bye. Bye.